In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. But as for us, it behooveth us to glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> to glory in the cross. That means it behooveth us to make our greatest boast in the cross. To lift up our greatest praise because of everything that our Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross. These are the words that are given us at the beginning, at the beginning of this Mass in the introit. The words from St. Paul. The cross is before us most of the week of Holy Week. It is our path. It is our way to the cross, through the cross, so that we might experience the magnificent power of the resurrection. Deacon Ken last night, thank God, set the stage for us very well. When he spoke about the Lord willing himself to his passion. That he willed himself to the passion. And why? Because of his incredible love and compassion for all of us. No one, absolutely no one took the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. No one laid one hand upon him, but that he willed that it happened. And tonight we build in a continuation exploring these thoughts from last night's experience of the passion. Truths of our Lord's willing determination to offer himself up into the hands of fallen humanity to be tortured to be crucified at their hands because of that love and compassion for us we see this tonight in the epistle reading from the prophet Isaiah and chapter 50 the prophet says and it is our Lord I gave my back to those who struck me my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. I want you to hear the language. I gave this all through it. I gave my back. I gave my cheeks. I gave my face to all of that shame. As if his suffering before the crucifixion, which you heard tonight in the gospel reading from St. Mark, as our Lord would be literally tortured before he would be brought to be crucified, as if that was not enough to overwhelm us with the love of God offered to us, he offered himself to endure one of the most absolutely hideous instruments of humiliation, of torture, and of death, and that is the Roman cross. And it was designed for all of these things. To shame publicly, to torture and to kill. But it's why he offered himself up for all of this, to all of this, that overwhelms me beyond comprehension. And I want you to listen to what love wrought for us through the cross as it's best expressed in the words penned by the ancient hymnographer of the church, St. John of Damascus, in the 6th century. Listen to what was written out of love through the cross for us. He wrote, By nothing else except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ has death been brought low, the sin of our first parent destroyed, hell plundered, resurrection bestowed, 
the power given to us to despise the things of this world, even death itself. Through the cross, the road back to the former blessedness is made smooth. The gates of paradise reopen. Our nature, listen to this, our nature seated at the right hand of God. And we made children and heirs of God. By the cross, he writes, all these things have been set right. It is a seal that the destroyer may not strike us. A raising up of those who lie fallen. A support for those who stand. A staff for the infirm. A crook for the shepherded. A guide for the wandering. Salvation indeed for our soul and our body. A deflector of all evils and a cause of all goods. A destruction of sin in the very plant of the resurrection. The tree of eternal life. I looked at that over and over today, and I could look at that for years and never plumb the depths of the extent of the love of Christ and what He has bestowed upon us through the cross. The love of God wrote all of these things into existence, into our existence, so that we might partake of everything you just heard, and that's not even an exhaustive list of all that has been bestowed upon His beloved, all of us. By his going to the cross. We have to grow. In absolute wonder and amazement. At the reality of the love of God. That is manifest. On his holy cross. Christ our God. He took something. Utterly horrific. Whose purpose was shame. Agony. Something purpose to destroy life. In the most despicable way. And by his presence. On that very thing. He turned it into the very divine gift that would release us from our shame. That would sift the poison of the serpent, that which is left in us from the fall out of us. And lift up our fallen humanity, showing forth our true worth to God. I'm going to say that again. This is something that this week particularly, at least for me, has been astounding that I am trying to even grasp. That when we look upon the cross and Christ upon it, that it is one of the most incredible, one of the greatest declarations by God of the worth of man as he sees it. You are that worth in all of our followings. And by the reality that he knit us together in our mother's womb and he breathed life into us. The cross declares our worth to him. Let those whose worth has diminished because of either their actions or actions done against them. Behold the cross. Behold the Lord of love upon the cross and regain your worth, not arrogant worth. This is the declaration of God of your worth. That he willed this. To redeem you. To turn the cross upside down and inside out. To take away shame and grant life from an instrument that granted shame and took life. See this very clearly, I pray. Because this instrument of death becomes the means of life for every one of us. Because he offered. And may we grow by God's help. Even in this holy week filled with the grace of God. 
May we grow by God's help to recognize that this offering of Christ our God is the most profound expression of his love. And again, the declaration of our worth. That's how we glory in the cross of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.